tradition just a bomb competition and diminish the division with precision my religion is a drum in the bass and i place my lifetime right between them like a team be sniffing on the white lines when i recite rhymes because i'm speeding take a seat and see that we are seething in rays don't let the beast out the case because it's feeding time i'm bleeding rhymes hemophiliac No, 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 you are not at one of the festivals all around the country. You're in fact tuned in to keepthechange.co.nz Money Mail podcast, the final one for the year. And I thought we'd start off with a bit of a tune like this because if you're like me, you're probably not at one of these events, but you're probably thinking maybe I should be. So shout out to those people who are tuning in, listening, still learning, and having a little bit of a quiet New Year's. To be fair, I'll be heading out a little bit later on for a bit of dinner uh, and a couple of drinks and seeing in the New Year, off to bed and then up and go uh, to a bit of horse racing tomorrow and have a day out there and then I'm heading away for a couple of days as well. So good to be able to squeeze this one in before the end of the year. Uh, Usually Jade, who helps out with the podcast and a number of things for Next Advisory, she uploads these for you all to be able to listen to, I just record them, basically hand them to her and, and she does her thing. Uh, she's taking a break at the moment, and rightly so, so I'm going to have to try and figure it out for myself, which is uh, a little bit scary, so you could actually be listening to this in the new year, and if you are, uh, it is because I haven't been able to figure out how to uh, upload it. Now, one of the exercises that I try and go through monthly for myself, and I have this in my calendar to remind me to, to do it, and often suggest that that's how you should remind yourself to do the things you know you should be doing and not just do them once but do them consistently is I sit down and think okay what things don't I really like doing or do I begrudgingly do that I could perhaps get someone else to help me with and I really like uh, recording content and and that's the bit that I enjoy but then it's the upload and the description and all these things and I can do them but I don't find that enjoyable. So what I try to do in my life is sit down and analyze the things that perhaps take away from my enjoyment of specific things. And then I see if someone else can help me to do them. And if they're happy to, great. If they're not, I've just got to suck it up and do it. But it's a very good exercise to, I call it the love-hate exercise, and we go through it with clients for Next Advisory, and try and work out areas of your life that uh, aren't necessarily bringing you any energy or uh, aren't a good use of your time or frustrate you or uh, the reason why you might not do 80% of something because you can't be bothered with the 20%. So it's a it's a very practical exercise to go with and something I could try to uh, do consistently monthly to figure out what might be getting in the way of me doing work because I don't then want to sit down and do the admin side of it or the piece that's going to take away from my fulfillment of actually doing that task. Now, I'll be giving you some practical lessons, that's for sure. Um, hopefully you enjoyed and listened to the podcast around setting yourself up for 2022 and found that helpful. There was a fair bit in there. I was having a look at some of the statistics of the podcast this morning and it's pretty cool when you can see that just about every day, 80 people are listening to a form of a podcast from within the, the suite of podcasts for Keep the Change, which 
Now, that's, this is where these podcasts become an asset because I'm recording them once, but they've then got a useful life that's quite long and people can go and they can listen to it in their, their time and consume it. And it could be the catalyst for them to go away and change an area of their life or improve, improve an area of their life or their finances and take action. And uh, that, that's obviously what it's all about. And I was actually doing some reflection on my own thinking, is this still a good use of my time to be doing, uh, keep the change? And it, it is, but it's obviously not the best use of my time because I could be focusing it in other areas to achieve other goals. But ultimately, when I see people's feedback and see people learning and taking action, you know, that's why I started this and that's why I want to continue with it. And it, and it holds me accountable every week to try and add value to people's lives as well. So if I get to a stage where I don't think that these podcasts and these weekly lessons are adding any value to people's lives and that I'm just waffling on, then I'll probably have a a serious look in the mirror and say, you know, Luke has this run its race. So I don't think we're anywhere near that point yet. The world keeps changing. Uh, But thank you to all of you who do listen and read because... Like I said before, it, it keeps me accountable to a large number of people who now I know, like if they're going to, if I'm going to send them an email or they're going to tune into this podcast, I really want them to be getting something valuable out of it because time is something that is always running away from us and we never know how much of it we have. And we've all got the same amount of time in a day, but we have to be careful of how we use it, right? Because if we don't treat it wisely, uh, often we can then end up regretting that and I don't want to do that and I don't want any of you to do that. So I do take it very seriously that you are giving me your time to learn and I don't want this to be escapism for you. That's your Netflix, that's your scrolling on social media and all those things. This is supposed to be education and a fun way to learn and a way for you then to go away and think about some of the things that you're doing in other areas of your life, whether it be your finances or life in general just to get you thinking so a huge show of appreciation for all of you because as much as you get out of this I get out of it a lot as well because it encourages me to keep thinking keep creative keep writing stay on track and it's been a very good challenge for me to be able to consistently write for now 85 weeks a year I mean 85 weeks in a row which is obviously beyond a year and do that every single Friday and not miss one there's been a couple that have been a little bit late. This morning, for instance, I was still walking the dog down on the beach, but I know you know, that's not the end of the world. The content's still getting out there. And this from a young lad who was told in sixth form that uh, he failed creative writing. And here we are, got a great little bloody audience tuning in that don't care too much for my pronunciation, well, my, yeah, my stumblings, my pronunciation, and um, my apostrophes being in the wrong place and all that bullshit. So there you go. Don't let the teachers of the past be the deciders of how you treat and create yourself in the future. Let's get into it. Is it time for a new vehicle in 2022? It's New Year's Eve, Luke. You made it. 2021 done and dusted. Time to tackle 2022. This is the time of year when a lot of us like to set new goals and really think about what we're up to. I recorded a podcast for you so that I could share some of the tactics that I use when it comes to planning and sticking to goals. The key bit there in that podcast was... They were practical ways that you can stick to your goals and you don't become another one of those people that's like, oh yeah, that's right, I had a news resolution, I wrote it down somewhere and I can't even remember what it was. I'm trying to share with you some of the things that you can do to stop that 
being the case, and you'll refine it as you go and take from that podcast what you will. I'm sure there'll be something in there that will get you thinking, good luck. Now, if you haven't listened to that, it's on Spotify, Apple, of course. You just need to go to the episode before this, but I'm sure a number of you already will. To end the year, I want to talk to you about the vehicle you're in. I'm not talking about the car that you've been thrashing for years. I'm talking about the vehicle that is taking you to your eventual income and wealth. If you look at your income earner, your job, business, your investments, wherever your money's coming from, as a vehicle, you can ask yourself whether this vehicle will take you to your ultimate desired destination. Now this is a conversation that we don't have too often in New Zealand as it really makes us face our realities. First you need to understand what your goal is. Let's say it is to own your own home one day, buy a rental property, pay off both the loans and have a stash set aside in KiwiSaver for when you retire. So by the time you retire, you'll have the pension coming in, hopefully if they don't bin it, rental income, and that's going to be taxed too, FYI, after your expenses, rates and things like that, you have to pay tax on the profit, and be living payment-free in your mortgage-free property. So that's often the dream for people is to have... uh, place that they can live rent-free, so a mortgage-free property, and then have another property that's paying them passive income in the form of rental income, pay the tax on that, they're left with the difference and can spend that. Then you've got your KiwiSaver, they'll be there for the house repairs because the roof's going to fuck out on that house, you can just about guarantee it on either of them, and so you're still going to have money going out, and you'll still have you know a bit of plan around money coming in from your KiwiSaver too, hopefully. Now, is your current income source, so your vehicle, really taking you there? Is that the vehicle you need to be in to help you arrive at your desired destination? Perhaps a minimum wage role isn't the right right vehicle to get you there. Perhaps an income capped salary isn't the right vehicle for your goals either. It is time to have a realistic conversation with yourself about the vehicle you are driving. I'm not a fan of resetting goals. I'll start that again. I'm not a fan of resetting goals to be more realistic. How boring. That is the easy way out. I'm a fan of resetting thinking about the vehicle you're in so that we don't compromise our goals. Now let me explain that a little bit. It's very common to basically set your goals based on your current circumstances. So you might be in a low wage role at the moment and you would then set a goal to one day have $100,000 saved because at the moment that's all you can see. So then we don't set big goals, we don't think bigger because we're looking at our current settings going, well I need to set a goal that's realistic and that it's within reach of my current environment, my current settings, my current levers that I can pull. What I'm saying is that why not set a bigger goal, an unrealistic goal, and then think about what things you need to change in order for you to be able to get that goal. Too often we're encouraged to Lower our sights. Get your head out of the clouds. Oh, don't be so unrealistic. Oh, you're so greedy. All that shit. You know, all of that is just other people telling you that they haven't figured out how to achieve massive goals. So reset the way you think about it. And instead of just thinking, okay, great, given that I earn fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year at the moment, I reckon in ten years' time I could have X, Y, or Z. Think, well, actually. I want a $5 million property and how the hell am I going to get that? Well, I'm not going to get that in my current job. Some things need to change. So change the process, set a bigger goal, write down all the things that you want and then figure out what vehicle you need to get in to help you get there. Don't set small goals based on the current vehicle that you're in because that is the habit, that's kind of what we're taught to do. So I'm setting, I'm saying, you know, don't compromise your goals. Don't 
go through life compromising the things that you really want, at some stage we need to reset the thinking about it and reset the thinking of the vehicle that we are, you know, that we're in. So do do you need to build a plan to change vehicles? Perhaps your goals require you to work an extra shift a week to pay down the mortgage. And it could be as simple as that, as going, well, actually, if I look at this, in my current vehicle, it's not going to get me to desired destination A. I'm going to need to put a bit of jet fuel in this baby, hit the NOS button, and bolt on a Saturday of work as well. Maybe you're not willing to do that. Who knows? But this is an exercise of what would you need to change if you want to get the vehicle to arrive you at your desired destination. And again, right from the start, it could be confronting, it could be, well, I'm not prepared to do that. And if that's you, well, then that's okay. If the trade-off's not worth it for you, that's that's fine. But the challenge for you is, well, then why not? You know, Why aren't you willing to do the extra? And you'll probably have a thousand reasons stored up in your head already of why you're not willing to go uh, above and beyond. But this is an exercise of challenging yourself of, am I truly, really, honestly, in the right vehicle that is going to get me to my desired destination or are we going to break down halfway or not make it at all? So maybe your goals, oh, I just, did we miss one? Do you need to build a plan to change vehicles? Perhaps your goals require you to work an extra shift. We got that. Maybe you need a new role of a higher salary. Maybe your goals will require you to get into a role that has an uncapped income. A lot of Kiwi a lot of sales roles are like this, and this is why salespeople often get paid very well in this country. To be fair, salespeople get paid well in every country. Good ones. A lot of Kiwis are scared of sales and selling. That is good. We've been taught that that's bad. Oh, sales are bad. Oh, sales are scary. That's good. If you can get over that, that means that you'll have an unfair advantage because if you can get over that and get into one of these roles, you have a higher chance of succeeding because others will simply be too scared to try. I've spoken to a young fella who got out of his one vehicle, got into a sales vehicle and has absolutely crushed it in the property space and his life has just completely changed. And that is purely because the vehicle he was travelling in to start with was a capped income and he had bigger goals and thought, well, I'm going to change vehicles, I'm going to get into a property sales role, real estate role, all of a sudden started making good money and very grounded, young lad, good lad, and it's just like, fuck, what's happened? I, I need way bigger goals. I can't believe I've paid off a mortgage already at this age. I, I never thought that was going to be possible. So he's now going through a process of setting way bigger goals, going, well, I'm now in the right vehicle to help me achieve these things. I need to change my goals to be a lot bigger to give me, because I've already achieved the things that I thought were never possible in life. So sometimes it just takes us to change the vehicle that we're in to completely see the world a different way. And a lot of things, unfortunately, they take money um, in this in this world. And if we want to go out for dinner every night, well, is the vehicle that you're in at the moment going to help you do that? I don't know why that would be a goal of yours anyway, but for some people maybe that's fun and you know that's their thing. But, you know, a, a capped income probably isn't going to allow you to do that. So... Is that does that vehicle need to change? Eating out every day, gee, that would be that would be expensive. Uh, but I'm sure some people do it. Now, whatever it is for you, it's time to get real in New Zealand. Costs are going up, and things are becoming more expensive. If we don't change the vehicles we are travelling in, we may not arrive at our desired destination. Maybe your goals require you to start with a hard conversation with your employer about your pay, 
or even just a working from home allowance to cover the power bill going up. A lot of employers are now paying their staff who are working from home a small allowance which is tax free. Ask them about it, not me. Um, or have a Google on the IRD website, have a read about it and uh, they're paying their staff a bit of an allowance to help pay for the internet, the phone bill, the power because people are now working from home. So you know, you might want to get brave enough and ask for that and it might even be $10 a week but that's $520 tax free that you didn't have at the start of the year. There we go, one conversation's just made you half of $1,000. Happy days, that's probably going to pay your power bill for maybe, I don't know, don't know how much power you're using, so I better not guess. Now, I know some of you love to leave the lights on, okay? Maybe just turn them off, because shit, this dollar can go a little bit further. But hey, that's up to you. You might want to be in the right vehicle that allows you to have every single light on in your house for the rest of your life, and uh, if that's you, well then, hey, you do, you do you. I know that these things can be confronting, and some of you want to bury your head in the sand because, well, this doesn't apply to me, Luke, or oh, it's too late to me, I'm, you know, it's too late for me, I'm, I'm getting too close to the, the last job of my life, or, um, or to retirement, or to, to coasting to the finish line from here, who knows, you know, it's, it's easy for Luke to say, of course it is, because he's been there and done it, so it's always easier for people to say that have been there and done things and changed things, uh, and that's why you're learning, right, but you know, those are just excuses that you've got in your head at the moment. Write down what your excuses are as well and then figure out, okay, how could I tackle this differently? Again, this is confronting stuff here. We're not sitting around doing easy stuff at the moment. To you, I ask you as well to think about your children, your friends, your family, your loved ones, people that look after you. Do you want to teach them that this doesn't apply to them, that it's too late for them and, you know, it's easy for other people to say? Is that, if that's what you're teaching yourself, is that what you want to pass on to other people that rely on you for education? Is that what you want to teach them? So maybe think about that. Maybe that excuse is okay for you, but should that be the excuse that's acceptable for people that are looking to you for guidance? If you're thinking about a higher income, you might find this cheat sheet handy with ideas of ways to make a few bucks. You need to click on that from the Keep the Change email or from the blog, keepthechange.co.nz forward slash blog if you want to go and check that out. We've just got a list of some ways that I put together for people who uh, might want some ideas about, okay, how would I actually get some extra income? And people have been uh, really thankful for that and others have laughed at it and it really doesn't bother me because I think the people that laugh at it are usually the people that are just like, oh, you know, stop giving me solutions. I just wanted, I just wanted to give you my excuses because I didn't actually want to do anything about it. I didn't want, didn't want to go knock on the next door neighbor's uh, door and say, could I please mow your lawns and will you pay me $50? Shit, shit, don't be so practical, Luke, you idiot. I just wanted to comment on your Facebook post and tell you that you're a moron and there's no way you could have extra income in your life. Now next week, we're going to look at a friend of mine whose work has made him a millionaire. It required him to take some risks and make some sacrifices, but it is a good example of someone who has put their head down and been rewarded for doing so. Now this is a mate of mine who isn't, doesn't have a business, but he's, in, he's changed the vehicle that he's in, and I'm going to explain to you next week what's happened, and that's now made him a millionaire on paper, but he could uh, access that if he wanted to and when the time comes so he has changed the vehicle he's in and become a millionaire and it's a pretty phenomenal story so I want to share that one with you I seek seek his approval seek his approval I'll have to ring my sixth form English teacher to find out what the uh, answer to that one is his approval and uh, he said uh, please don't write about it and I said get stuffed I'm going to do it anyway so no, nah, he was more than happy to um, you know, he's a pretty humble dude and 
it's not a big deal to him, but it, I think it is a tremendous story. So I'll share that one with you next week. Now, before we go, here's a little tactic that I use to help me think bigger. Now, every time I see a helicopter, I think, well, someone figured out how to build it and someone figured out how to pay for it. They didn't use excuses to do either of those two things. Now, that is a very powerful tactic. Often, like, when I'm feeling a bit flat or feeling a bit um, like out of ideas or kind of stuck, what I'll do is I'll go, now that I'm in Auckland, I'll go up like a high hill and I will just look around and I'll think, holy shit, someone built all of this stuff. Look how big the Sky Tower is. Who figured out, like how has that not fallen over yet? I just, I don't know. So someone is figuring out how to do all of the things that have been built. The Harbour Bridge, everywhere you look, the houses, the pools, the just amazing things. And you think, and then there's planes flying over, helicopters flying over, and you think, man, I'm just stuck in my little bubble, thinking too small at the moment. This has been a great reminder to stop doing this and to get out of here and just think, actually, humans are amazing and they are so good at problem solving and finding solutions. We just have to want to do that because I'm sure as hell that the person who, well, the people that built the uh, Harbour Bridge didn't sit there and go, oh, this is impossible. We can't do this. Let's look for 64 excuses. There's, There's like a machine building a tunnel under the earth and I'm going, how the fuck does someone, like how does that even, how does someone figure all of that out? So I just use those types of things as a way to get me out of my small thinking and my, oh, I couldn't do that or that's beyond me. Maybe that shit's beyond you right now, but humans only solve problems by actually deciding to solve them and then slowly chipping away at them. And that is a principle that we can apply to every area of our life And often it's just finding the right people, the right education, the right pieces of the puzzle. And all of a sudden we look back and think, wow, how how did I manage to do that? And by consistently and constantly learning, we give ourselves a better chance to do that. But once we have a fixed mindset that stops us and we start looking for excuses and it's all too late and that's not for me and it's easy for you to say and that's, you know, all good and well, but, 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 you know, things aren't going to happen. So catch yourself when you're being like that and maybe build a tactic into your life like I do when I see a helicopter I think wow I wonder what they do I wonder who's flying it how do they even afford to pay a pilot because a lot of people that have a helicopter they don't fly them themselves they pay a helicopter like what the hell you know what what do they know that I don't what's their story what solutions have they found how did someone even figure out yeah anyway it could just go forever but it's a great way that I use to stop myself having on my Little Luke pants going, no, 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 I can't do that. And just to remind myself, wow, you know, humans are pretty awesome and they're great at finding solutions. You are too, Luke. Get back to it and carry on. So you would be as well. So I'm sure you can apply that thinking to yourself. Now, in 2022, make a commitment to taking action, doing, not just talking. We talked about this at the end of 2021. Here's your activity. What is something money-related you need to tidy up? Might be binning a credit card. Might be finally getting a debit card. Might be setting up your shares account. It might be uh, telling someone that you're going to commit to paying off debt to them. It might be finally getting rid of your student loan. It might be just confronting what your debt actually is and writing it all down. Whatever it is for you, take some action. Get it done in January if you can, especially if it's something that's just a barrier like setting up a shares account and, and investing your first 500 or 200 or $100 or $50. Take some action 
action leads to more action. Get after it. Try and do something nice and early in January. Get some runs on the board. Don't think, oh, I'll do that when, or I'll do it on this date, or I'll wait till I next get paid. You know, start taking action. It will change your life when you make and take consistent action. Now, what big financial goal can you set yourself in 2022? Write it down. Perhaps it is time to set a goal to change the vehicle you are traveling in. I hope you have your best year ever in 2022, and I 100% mean that. I hope I do as well, and I think it's a choice whether we do or whether we don't, because I'd imagine 2022 is probably still going to be pretty rocky, so we need to be careful about how we see this year coming up, and one of the ways to do that is just deciding right now that this could be the best year that you'll ever have in your life. And then 2023, same thing again, keep beating it. Be good out there tonight. Luke, P.S., you're one of 5,042 recipients. Thanks for reading and listening. Did you know... Replacing a bad habit with a good habit is a great hack to tidy up your life. I.e., if you're feeling sad, you might be the sort of person that goes online and starts shopping. Oh, I might just do a bit of retail therapy, they call it. I don't know who came up with that. But then you end up dark about the things that you brought that you don't even want, and now you've got less money, and the spiral continues. Well, swap a bad habit like that, if you can identify that it's actually a bad habit for you, with a good one. It could be, right, I'm feeling sad, you know what, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go for a 3k walk or a 5k, whatever, just go for a walk and I'm going to go listen to a podcast. I did this with a client this year who we identified a habit where uh, he was eating uh, a lot of sugar and I'm like, how are you eating a lot of sugar? And he's like, I sort of have a bag of M&Ms a day and I'm like, wow, how have you developed that habit? And he was like, oh, I, um, when I get stressed at work, I, I hit the mobile across the road and grab a bag of M&Ms and I'm like wow okay what um what do you do when you get back he's like I'll solve the problem I'm like okay so you see a problem you think solution is M&Ms you go do that you come back but then you still solve problem he's like yeah he's like about an hour later I've deleted a bag of M&Ms and I feel like shit too and I'm like well maybe we need to replace the M&M piece with some fresh air or two minutes of breathing outside or a walk across to mobile and back and then having the discipline to go, I'm not going to get the M&Ms and break the habit. Caught up with him 30 days later. I said, mate, how many bags of M&Ms you had? None. None at all. Had broken a bad, bad, bad habit that had just been ingrained in him and so, so easy to do very, very quickly. So this tactic can be very, very useful for you You might want to identify some things that you do out of habit that you think, hmm, I don't really want to be doing those things, but I've kind of built that into me and I've I've stuck myself doing that. Try and replace it with a good habit or something that is going to serve you better. I hope that makes sense. As always, if you want to contribute, you can at keepthechange.co.nz forward slash contribute. I'd love a podcast review. Spotify now do reviews. Give us a five star on there. Um, That'll help the content get in front of more people. I'm going to set up a Google landing type page as well for Keep the Change so that we can do some Google reviews so that if people search for Keep the Change, they can find the website easier. So I'm going to need your help with that uh, later in the year as well once we get that going. And if you want to kick in a couple of dollars, I would love that. I would greatly appreciate that. I did that myself at the interest.co.nz website the other day because I use the website just about daily to read different articles and what uh, smart people are talking about and they're journalists, and I think we are moving to a model where 
people aren't just expecting free content that they're getting a lot of value out of. They're willing to to kick in something. So I use that money to then run ads to get this content in front of more people, which then helps uh, grow the audience and have more people learning. And that's obviously from the start of this podcast what uh, I'm aiming to to do and what we're trying to achieve with that. So there you go. Final episode of 2021 has taken all of my breath. A good half an hour. We better kick this beat back on to finish off. Think about the vehicle that you are traveling in and whether it is the vehicle that's going to get you to your desired destination. You don't need to necessarily solve the problem straight away and think, okay, yeah, I'm not, you know, this sucks. That's just a way to think about, right, now that I've, uh, now that I've understood this, what am I going to do to change the vehicle that I'm in? And maybe that's going to be your goal for 2022. Thank you for tuning in all year. We'll see you in 2022. Be good out there. Take it easy if you're at the festies, if you know what I'm saying. Set your city on fire